Hi there. India's RBI has always been one of the most professional central banks in the world. But for an entire decade, the RBI failed to live up to its glorious past. Don't get me wrong, the present governor is very competent. But for a whole decade before him, the governors have failed the country. The last good RBI governor was Vaivi Reddy. But all three governors who succeeded him, one after the other, were not up to the mark. It was Vaivi Reddy who correctly identified real estate as a major risk and flagged it. But Vaivi Reddy was not the cause of the crash of 2008. That was because of the Americans. Subbarav overstimulated after the Great Recession started. He lowered rates excessively and this resulted in a major bubble in Indian real estate in 2009, 2010 and 2011. Having overstimulated by lowering rates too much, he then went to the other extreme and raised rates too much and that set off a major recession which went on for quite a while. A lot of the economic mismanagement of the UPA2 regime is also down to the interest rate mismanagement which probably Subbara was forced into it because of political pressure. But then it is the job of the RBA governor to resist such pressure and do what is right for the country. After him, Rajan came with great hope. but. After an initial flash in the pan, when he did some interesting interest rate swaps, he then went to something completely unnecessary, that is inflation targeting. Inflation targeting is something that's suitable for developed countries. It's suitable for even a middle-income country. It's simply not suitable for the Indian economy, which is a poor economy. It's a poor country. It is a capital-starved country. It's a country where supply depends on money supply. So even things like agricultural produce depends on cheap credit to grow the crops. In many of the marginal producers like Maharashtra, his hawkish regime caused a major increase in pain in the economy. If we had chosen the WPI, that at least was a rate sensitive index. The consumer price index which he chose for inflation targeting is not only a poorly calculated inefficient kind of an index, it is also much less rate sensitive. So you are using a measure which is rate insensitive to manipulate and change your rates. It was completely not what was required and it greatly exacerbated the problems that the Indian economy faced both during the UPA2 and during the early years of the Modi regime. It was difficult to imagine anybody being worse than Rajan, but sadly for us, we got Patel. And Patel permitted demonetization. That's probably one of the few situations where a central bank governor should tell the government to go boil your head. 
it is his signature which was on all the currency notes even if the bjp did not know at least he knew that 18 lakh crores is not all the money in the system the vast majority of money is held not in currency notes banning currency notes was most nonsensical and because patel allowed this therefore we had to condemn him to without doubt being the worst reserve bank governor we have ever had in terms of long term damage however the rajan contribution is probably more because he has institutionalized a monetary policy committee he has institutionalized a wrong inflation targeting which is bad for indian economy the point is not that inflation should not be controlled the point is that india has supply side inflation if the supply of the commodity is too low the prices shoot up that kind of situation cannot be controlled by restricting the money supply it can only be uh, controlled by increasing the production of the scarce commodity so if it is pulse we need to produce more pulse for which we need cheap credit even imported inflation is counter sensitive to interest rates when interest rates are low india's stock market does well and foreign money flows into india and therefore the rupee rises in most other economies which behave more normally we have a situation where you have to keep interest rates high to maintain the position of a currency but in india it is the other way around if you lower the interest rates more money comes in and takes the rupee higher so even something like oil price cannot contribute to inflation if the rates were kept low whereas by keeping the rates high you are encouraging the flight of capital because the expectation is that india cannot do business with these kinds of high rates india needs infrastructure that needs cheap money supply somebody needs to borrow money cheap to be able to provide that infrastructure which india requires to grow for agricultural production if you want that the farmer grows something more than just cereal crops he requires cheap credit he has to borrow money to invest in his farming hospitals are a very real estate intensive area if the rates are low people are able to borrow to make hospitals how does raising the interest rate bring down your hospital bills they don't nor do they bring down your education bills education is also real estate intensive it is also job related if you look at our indian education system right now it is in recession because most of the courses the mbas the btechs the engineering colleges and management colleges which have opened all over they have no students because the economy is so bad that if they do that degree they cannot get a job whereas if the rates were low the economy would boom and these educational institutes would be still able to produce somebody who could take that job so we have a peculiar situation where rents go up in the center of the city but rents in the periphery parts or the suburban regions have collapsed the fees in good a few selected good colleges keep going up and up but the other colleges the fee just collapses or the college itself closes 
Almost all the basket of consumption which is represented by the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, is these kind of rate counter-sensitive items which just do not respond to interest rates being hiked. You cannot increase the rates and express price of education, transport or health to fall. They are not going to fall because your rates went high. They can do the opposite in fact and that's what has happened. The few colleges which have survived, the few hospitals which are surviving, they are able to hike rates to whatever they want. But the majority of the other colleges which came up because of cheap capital, they cannot survive because they cannot pay the high cost of money. Infrastructure cannot come up in India because nobody can pay 10-15% interest and make an infrastructure, a road or railways or anything which can then earn them a return over and above that 10-15%. to How can they? So Rajan has done us a great disservice by his incorrect inflation targeting both theoretically as well as practically by choosing the wrong rate to target. It's time India gives up this inflation targeting. The present governor seems quite competent. His moves have been very good. Finally, we have a good RBI governor after three bad governors over an entire decade. Let's give him a chance by junking this inflation targeting. India does not need inflation targeting. What India needs right now is cheap capital to grow. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.